welcome to Brown Noise with Gamble. MP. I'm Gamble. I'm a middle school math teacher, and I am Brown. We'll be sharing our experiences as educators. MP. I'm an elementary school teacher, and I am Brown. I look forward to having discussions about our experience as educators. So we were texting each other, and you said we should start a podcast with all our new extra time. And I said, Gamble. I really want to do that. So I called you up and I said, where are you at? So I could know if I could discuss this um, at length with you. And so we had a conversation about what what we wanted to talk about and what we wanted to name our podcast. And then you mentioned to me Brown Noise on the phone when we were talking, right? Yeah, which basically the way I heard about the term, it was um, supposed to be about something to relax you and brown noise as opposed to using white noise, which is harsher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brown noise is um, deeper sound, but still mm-hmm. kind of random and mm-hmm. noises that you could listen to to hopefully relax you. But we also hope to bring you joy and we also hope to give you insight into our brown lives. Yeah, because I think we both have unique perspectives of being brown because I'm mixed race, but I still identify as being Latina and you're not, but that doesn't mean you're not, you know, we just have different experiences because of how we look and um, who our families are, you know? And so I think that adds to it, but I like that we're both joined in that we are brown and we're educators. So I like that our title is Brown Noise. Um, And when Gamble Googled it and it was like, it's like a low roar, unlike, not unlike a strong waterfall. I was like, oh, we're so strong. Yes, I want to have this. So, um, so yeah, that's why I really appreciated it. For sure. Plus nature, so plus. Yes. We do love nature and being outdoors. I like it too that it's a little silly, like it's brown noise. Okay, yes, yes, that's true. Yeah, that's true. We are a little irreverent. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now I think we need to go into our oh, snack time. Oh. What are you snacking on today? Okay, my cinnamon sticks that my mommy bought me <laughs> from Trader Joe's. <laughs> and they're just like, like they're really light and crispy corn. You know, and they have cinnamon sugar on it. And it's like, if you like Apple Jacks, this is like a really light, not as sugary, like version of Apple Jacks that you can enjoy. And I eat them with my coffee that I hadn't finished it from this morning. And it was so good. I love these things. I was was not expecting corn. I'm kind of surprised. Yeah. I mean, maize all the way. So you had told me that you wanted some Lay's with Limon. Yes. Flavored Lay's, I should say. Yeah. I know with the flavor already on it. I'm like artificial. Okay. Ooh. I went to our local grocery store yesterday with my mom, mm-hmm. and we were at the chips aisle, which was very stocked. I'm shocked. The junk food is fine. I was like, I thought, okay, everyone must not think like me and they wanted to be healthy in this, you know, in this lockdown. But I don't know. All the canned food, all the canned soups are gone too. And a lot of the frozen food is gone too. That's true. Yes, yes, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so I grabbed some Lay's with Limon and I uh, had those this morning or earlier. <laughs> <laughs> How did you? <laughs> did you like them? Yeah, I always like them. Well, I've had them before. Like, yes, but it's like, like okay, because I can't have dairy. Like my my like my chip choice has shifted because I used to have like Doritos and Cheetos and all that stuff, right? And not that it's like real dairy, but like I avoid it just in case, you know. Okay. Okay. And then or like cheddar and sour cream ruffles. Like, yeah. to me, that tastes hecka good, but I just, I avoid it because I'm like, okay. it has cheddar, it has sour cream, what am I doing to myself? So then I started, like, liking um, plain, plain chips, like Lay's, like plain or less yeah. sodium. <laughs> and then, and ruffles because of the texture, you know? Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, and I started liking those, the um, Lay's con limon, so... I like plainer chips in general. Okay. Or like it's just like mm-hmm. you know salt and vinegar or mm-hmm. like a black pepper. Ooh, fancy. <laughs> yeah, bougie. You know some snacks for. <laughs> if you if you're wondering what to do. <laughs> Alright, so let's jump into the main topic of today's podcast, our intro podcast. Mm-hmm. Is about empowering students um, academically. Yes, specifically academically. Um, do you want to go uh, first, or do you want me to? Uh, you can start. Okay. So, um, impact. Well, you know, I'm a little different because I teach elementary school, so we teach all subjects, and you're more specialized, which is a really awesome thing. Um, but I like empowering my students when I do small group um, because it allows them to get the attention they need um, to feel supported because sometimes in big groups, um, you know, even though their whole lives they've gone to school and like and had classes maybe of upwards of 30 kids, you know, but still like even when in upper elementary school grades, like they still feel shy, they feel like, or if they've had a bad experience in the past in front of a large class and they've gotten something wrong, their feelings could have been hurt still, you know? And that stays with you. Adults still share like, oh my gosh, when I was shamed and like all this stuff, you know? I've had more than one adult specifically tell me their story of like this horrible teacher. Right? You know? And so like, okay, so that's why, and I know that's real. Um, And it's really scathing. So like when I'm in small group, I'm right there. They know I'm there. Yes, there's a few other kids, but they get that like communication, like open communication with other students and myself to ask me questions, to not to feel supported, to not feel like so much under pressure, but then also have a tiny, the smaller amount of pressure. Like I want to look good in this group, but my whole class doesn't know, you know, like I, and so it's still, it's something that I really like to do to empower my students is to have small groups and then um, one-on-one with my students, especially my students who are IEP students. I think I do this when I try to find even five minutes in the day where like they're working, my students are working independently and I'm like, okay, I have these five minutes. I'm going to pull this kid right now and they're going to read a page to me or they're going to write this for me or do this math problem and like give them a like, you know, PBIS like tickets, give them a treat, give them something and like to empower them. Because um, 
if they remember, if they start having those memories and those experiences of feeling academically successful, um, it, it starts to build their, their, uh, their confidence in themselves. And so I yeah. feel like with students who lack confidence academically, those small groups and those one-on-one -on -one exchanges are where they can build that up. So that's what I like to do to academically empower. That's awesome. Okay. I need to find time to go work on with them. So, so You're good. However, one-on-one -on -one definitely important. Mm -hmm. And um, when I was first thinking about how I can, or how I feel I most empower students, mm -hmm. um, when they come to me to, like for one-on-one -on -one help yeah. after school, lunch or whatever, to do test corrections, mm -hmm. um, pretty open mm -hmm. um and they <clears throat> what i love seeing is when they're stuck on a problem or they're doing test correction asking questions and a lot of the times it's not even or after a few problems they're not even asking me real questions they're just like talking about and i'm hearing the reasoning and i love hearing them use the language that i use in the classroom yes. like, oh, you're <laughs> doesn't it feel like oh <laughs> yeah and so the and and not just regurgitating, but they're like yeah. asking themselves the question aloud. Like in the beginning, I might say if they're adding two two numbers and they're positive, and they're and I'll say you know, well, is my going to be positive? Is my son going to be positive? Mm -hmm. And then they'll say negative. Mm -hmm. Why? Oh, because there's more negatives than positives or whatnot. But then eventually they'll start saying that, asking themselves. I know because, and then they'll say it out loud, and I love that. And eventually, um, I'm not even helping them. I'm not prompting them, prompting them, or giving them guiding questions. Mm -hmm. I'm just sitting there, nodding my head, just saying okay. Because I also don't want to necessarily always validate their thinking in the sense of like I'm telling you whether you're right or wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm just acknowledging what you said and saying mm -hmm. okay, and then giving them opportunities to reflect on what they said and like self-correct mm -hmm. or going if they're on the right track or even doubt themselves if they are on the right track but like really question their thinking and their reasoning mm -hmm. and reaffirm for themselves that yes this is how you do it this is yeah. what my next step is going to be and this is going to solve this problem mm -hmm. and then I, I love when I'm able to say like did I ask you any real questions you were like no <laughs> so despite yourself right now yeah, yeah. I really awesome. appreciate that like you guiding them in their self-talk because, you know, I feel like you're there to support them and keep it positive. And like, like you said, it's like, just like, it's not even academically guiding questions. It's like, okay, like walk through it. What do you do next? What do you just to like organize their thoughts? They just need that little support. And then I appreciate how you said at the end, you asked them, like, what, like, kind of like, what was my input into that? Like, right. and they're just like, oh, yeah, like, mostly it was me. And it's like, yeah, dude, like, you're hella smart. Like what? Like you could do this. I mean, it's good you're here and you're practicing with me, but like you can do this. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah and I think it slows them down too. Like mm -hmm. just having them say it out loud and then pausing for a moment, even if it's just if their pause is looking at for me, looking at me for or whatever, mm -hmm. and whether I give it to them or not, I think it slows them down. Yeah, lets them think. because we all have those kids that like their brains are just like trying to say everything at once <laughs> like, yeah no, i have that problem too especially when my anxiety is high 
It's like this, 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 this. Oh, no, 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 no. Calm down. (laughs) Yes. I mean, obviously, that's one of the big reasons that teachers are important, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to get that from the program or from, no. I don't know, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> People matter. Teachers matter. Uh-huh. You matter. Thank you. You matter. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. So do you want a movement break? I would love a movement break. Okay. So because we've been a little cooped up that's how I feel cooped up because of the coronavirus and social distancing which is very important I've had to like start stretching more and like being aware of like where I'm holding my stress and all that stuff so one area that I hold my stress is in my neck and my shoulders and so I saw these posts online and it's like okay unclench your teeth and relax your shoulders right now so do that But also, so there's this movement to stretch your neck. And so you put your left hand underneath your left hip or thigh or butt area, you know, and then just make sure you're sitting up straight as well. Reach your right hand over to touch your left cheek and then pull it to the right. And you should feel it on the right side of your neck and a little bit on the top of your shoulder. And then let it go slowly and come back to center. And then you're going to switch. So then you're going to put your right arm, your right hand, excuse me, underneath your thigh, butt area, you know, so you can have it something stable. Sit up straight. And with your left arm, touch your right cheek and pull it to the left side. And again, you should just feel like a little stretch on the left side of your neck and your top of your left shoulder. It's pretty neat. It's really relaxing. And then you come back to center. And take a deep breath in and let it out. That makes me feel good. <laughs> I don't remember to read Yes, I know. We hold so much stress in our physical bodies, and I that's something I need to work on. For sure. Um, we, did I forget to do glows and growths? Yes, but that's okay. Do you want me to do it? <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> okay, okay. So now we've come to the glow and grow section of our podcast. So obviously a glow is something that you are good at, something that you feel positive about. And then a grow <laughs> is something that you're not bad at it, but you need to improve your working mm-hmm. on better yourself. Mm-hmm. So myself, for example, my glow right now this week what's on my mind is um that i am good at not situations with my students about remaining calm and a grow which actually relates to what you were talking about is that i need to incorporate small groups more in my classroom mm-hmm. awesome good suggestions good glow and grow you know it's one of my favorite <laughs> phrases because when I was in teacher school that's one of the things that's part of my like growth mindset trying to like you know keep everything connected um so my glow I'm sorry go ahead what were you gonna I am aware that like there should be more glows to gross but Mm -hmm. sometimes there's not sometimes you have that one glow and you hold on to that glow I don't care (laughs) you give that glow a hug 
are the same. They are not all worth the same. Yeah. <laughs> speak volumes. Yes. Like, I, I mean, in my head, I mean, True. would you want to have a small group of great friends that really love you and support you? Or do you want to have a hundred friends that know nothing about you? You know, it's kind of like that. Like, numbers yeah. don't matter. It's what we're quality over quantity. Well, you can't tell me numbers don't matter. Uh, in the sense of that example, you're a math yeah. teacher, don't kill me. It's different. It's different numbers. Yes. Okay. 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 I agree. My bad. Strike that. <laughs> Strike that from my record. What is your glowing group? Okay. So my glow is that I have been um, helping my colleagues and my community um, with technology going into this, like a new, like, uh, tech, like technologically, de you know, dependent way of teaching, uh, and then yeah. also troubleshooting for my colleagues and the and my families and my class and their families and their class, and just being that person for them to ask questions or if I don't know to figure it out because I'm not really afraid to make a mistake and be like I don't know, let me see, I'll figure it out. Um, so that's my glow right now. Um, and then my grow is also um, kind of tied to that is I need to make sure to worry about myself <laughs> um, because I get um, I get on a roll where I want to make sure everyone else is OK. And I need to make sure I take the time for myself and make sure I'm OK and make sure I'm taking like the time to think about, OK, what do I need? What do I want to do for my class and myself? And how many hours am I really putting in um, to do that? So that's something I'm, I want to grow in and manage and put on some quiet hours on Class Dojo because I don't have those either because okay. I'm, a, I'm getting a little obsessive. So that's something I need to grow in. Okay. That's a great point. It's great to say yes, but it's also mm -hmm. important to say it. Oh, okay. I need a t-shirt that says that. Our coffee <laughs> mug. And that will be my morning <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> now moving on to our homework. Yes. Um, you know, I don't oh, like homework, but this homework is fun. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> it's not always gonna be fun. Ooh. I'm just saying. So homework There's or been. recommendations. Yes. Um, on our podcast can mm -hmm. be anything. Um so for this week. I was thinking of what is um, something I could recommend to our listeners who I assume are going to be teachers. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Mm -hmm. um, and I was thinking something that I do in my classroom or something that I do for myself um, is when I'm organizing my files, I name them according to the school day or the of school mm -hmm. so like the very first file is 001 and then there'll be like an actual title like mm -hmm. welcome back <laughs> and then the last file that i've created at the end of the year is 180 um you know last day of school <laughs> so i mean there, like, in between there's like 057 surface area of a yes regular prisms or whatever More technical uh -huh. um, if you're looking for a way to organize your files, that can be helpful because then it groups everything together and 
all the things that are related together, but it's still in sequential order for you from the first day of your unit to the last day of your unit. Mm-hmm. And all the files that are related, so all the files, like, if I have a Google slide that I'm going to present to my students, but then also I have a, a PDF of the handout I'm going to give to my students, mm-hmm. and I have a you know, a second PDF with the answer sheet or whatnot, then they could all be named, you know, mm-hmm. 130 this, 130 that, and 130 that. Altogether, so something to consider if you are at home, um, social distancing and trying to find things to do with your time. Yeah. Maybe you organize your files. Oh. <laughs> Start fresh next year. Is that hey? That's possible too. <laughs> Gamble, I'm so impressed by your organization. That's something I I hope for in the future. <laughs> I don't know if it matters, but if our listeners are wondering, I have been teaching for nine years, so mm. not a whole lot. So, and significant to me. Thanks. Come again? I said that's significant to me. <laughs> I'm still getting it at my, my school is has definitely a lot of teachers are like 20 plus mm. like that's nice <laughs> that is and then there's me <laughs> and this is my third year <laughs> you wish to share <laughs> so yeah okay yes they do i have a recommendation to listen to a song and okay. it's called grease so gray and it's Jay Balvin's song because he just released his new album, Colors. Um, and the reason I like it's a fun song. So if you don't speak Spanish, um, just give it a listen. You know, it's three, it's three something minutes that, you know, you can just listen to a fun song. Um, but I really like the song because it talks about being in a relationship where the other person um, is not letting you become better, is like still judging you for what you've done in the past. And so I know that's hard to do, but my thing is like, I like this message in that you want to be around people who let you grow and make mistakes and, you know, like sincerely let you try again, you know, because none of us are perfect. And that's something I was telling you earlier, like with my students, they make mistakes every day. And if I do not give them the opportunity to make the mistake, you know, then where will they be? And of course, like as we get older, we have the capacity. And I, I mean, you know, that's unfair, actually. Children, you know, too, have the capacity to do some damage and do some things that are not okay. Um, but I think we also have to try to have a capacity to forgive and give them another opportunity to be better when they're really trying and give ourselves the opportunity to see them in a, in a good light. So when, you know, when especially if you have a rough class or you work in a community that's, you know, um, just like really has a lot of either trauma or different things going on in your community at large. Like you have to learn how to give people a clean slate or it hurts your feelings, you know? So that's why I really like this song. Like I said, it's a fun song, but then hearing that message or hearing what it's talking about, I was like, yeah, you know, you want to be around people who will let you be better, even if you've messed up in the past. I agree. Thank you for making me better. You make me better too. <laughs> twenty twenty, trying to thrive. Yes, not just live, thrive. 
<laughs> when you told me that the other day, Gamble, I was like, oh, you're so right. I don't want to just live. I want to be thriving, vibrant, life. Not just existing. Is it Drake or Nicki Minaj that says... Um, but to live everybody- doesn't mean you're alive. <laughs> don't worry about me and who I fire. I get what I desire. Okay, I'm stop. I'm going to stop. Yes, I'm sorry. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you for listening to Brown and Noise with Campbell. MP. Bye bye. Bye.